Welcome to the final episode of the series, Getting to Know You, a podcast from us students on the MA radio, audio, and podcasting course at the University of Sunderland. My name is Shawn Michael. I'm from the U.S., and I'm with... Christiana, and I'm from Wakefield. Adam, and I'm from Hartlepool. In this short series, you'll be hearing from all of us as we get to know each other, as well as the city in which we find ourselves. It's all new for us, and perhaps for you as well. For this episode, we decided to share our mutual love for music, and what better way to do that than to go to the Sunderland Record Store and pop Rex together. With that being said, let's get into it. actually get into the nitty-gritty of the chat cast i decided that we should start with like you know a little icebreaker so how about we just go around and share one hobby that we have outside of the field of like radio or music and then your current preferred genre or subgenre of music all right so let's start with christiana uh oh god uh my favorite genre of music at the moment seems to be indie um but then i do listen to a wide variety of stuff like I'm very eclectic. <laughs> what was your other question? Uh, it was about the hobby. Like, what hobby do you have outside of the field of like radio music? Oh, uh, I like cycling, so I do tandem cycling. Oh wow, you're better than me. I, I stay at home on the couch. The couch <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Adam? Uh, my favorite music or go-to music is basically rock and metal, pretty much. And hobbies outside of like radio music. That's a funny one because I don't really have any. <laughs> I would say going like just for walks in forests and stuff. Okay, you oh, don't game? Cool. Not as much as I used to. Okay, uh, you seem like you you would be a gamer. Or at one point, were a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, have you guys been to this venue prior to the chat cast for like non-course reasons? And like, mm. what do you guys know about the venue? I haven't been here, but I really like the sound of this because it's basically everything. You get to have food here. There's a cafe just behind us. We're currently in the venue where gigs happen, and it's also a record store, and I'm being uh, big into vinyl, so... Yeah. I mean, it is, a, like, like Christiana said, we're in the uh, the actual venue part, and it's pretty cool-looking venue, to be honest. I've not been here, like, before this, so this is completely new, and I like it already. So, what's the earliest memory of music that you have? We can start again with Christiana. Okay, well, I guess I've always been around music. Like, when I was little, my grandparents constantly had the radio on in the house, even outside, so I lived on the farm um, before I moved to England, and we just always had music on when we were doing stuff. Um, And then I didn't actually start going to gigs until I was quite... Like, I think I went to my first gig, like, independently when I was about... 18, 17, something like that, which was a band called All Time Low. I know that band. They're, yeah. actually, from, they're actually from Maryland, where I'm from. Oh, that's oh cool. cool. Yeah. Sweet. That's cool. That's, wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, I remember in middle school, I had a uh, friend, a classmate, she was really big on them. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, my earliest memory is, well, I used to listen to music, but not as like religiously. It was just something, it wasn't like a part of my life. It was just something I just did now and again. 
Um, but it really took off when I went to see a band called Ghost, a rock band in 2018. Uh, and basically that just sucked me into metal and, and rock. And I've li- literally not st- stopped ever since. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so you were talking about gigs. What would you guys say is your favorite gig that you've been to? Like a favorite performance or anything? Oh, I've seen quite a few ones I absolutely love. But I think my favorite was probably the one I went to recently, which was a few weeks ago. I saw a band called Parkway Drive and it was amazing. There was like fire and everything. It was just, it was mental. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I think my favorite gig so far has to be uh, again, it's quite a recent one. This was back in August. I went to see Coldplay. And I know they're a very controversial band. Some people like them and some people seem to absolutely hate them. <laughs> but not only did I get to see Coldplay, um, my all-time favourite band, London Grammar, were supporting them. And they were also doing this thing where they made their shows accessible to everyone. So. For example, for the blind and visually impaired, like me, they were putting on touch tours. So before the show, I got to go in like the under the stage bit and um, have a look at different instruments, clothing, uh, things that were just generally happening on stage during the show. So that was amazing. Okay, wow. Okay, so actually we've touched on something interesting. So uh, uh, what about other gigs and venues like have they accommodated like no no one else has done this like Coldplay were the first band I've ever heard of who've done it and I'm like Coldplay are basically the largest band in the world right now so like if they can do it anybody can yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. um okay for those other gigs what was your experience then it's um I mean I love going to gigs I go to gigs a lot like genuinely I mean if I mention my favorite band, London Grammar, I went on an entire tour for them last year, which was amazing. But it does take away, because I go to gigs and I sort of like go for the music, which is fine, but I don't get the same experience as everyone else with um, actually be, like, being able to know what happens on the stage during the songs or like anything like that. So I miss out on a lot that a sighted person wouldn't miss out on. Okay. There's one I went to. It wasn't my favorite. It's the president's inaugural. It was actually the night before Obama got elected. My One of my friends had tickets. So I went with him, and it was like George Lopez, Molly Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, everybody was there, but I didn't actually care about that. I think my favorite one was another one where my friend had a ticket because one of his friends fell out. It was um Earl Sweatshirt. He's like underground, but not kind of like a hip-hop artist. And uh, it was just a very interesting show because his stuff is sometimes very like low energy, low fi-ish, sometimes morbid. It's like people, his fans were like moshing. And it's like, I've never been to, he's a lyricist, lyricist. So I've never actually been to like a lyricist show. Because it, and it's like his fans knew all the words, like just saying it back. And it's like, for like songs with hooks and whatnot, like that's easy, but it's like, they know the verses by heart. Like he says something, cuts the beat out, boom. And then it was just a vibe. They were throwing stuffed animals at people. And yeah, they were moshing to like, imagine moshing to lo-fi, it's yeah. very weird. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the gigs where people go and know all the words to all the songs and just like shout them back at you, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. So what's the fondest memory of, mu- of listening to music that you guys have? I guess I like use music, a lot of the time I use it to reflect on stuff in life whether that's happy, sad, or anything. Um, I think like my favorite time to listen to music is when I'm like having long journeys. So a long train journey, a car journey, whatever. 
I can just switch off and not think about anything else in the world. Yeah. Or um, by the water. So I used to do this thing when I was doing my undergrad. And my university was by the canal and I would go down there every evening and I would pick an album to listen to and I would make an effort to do that and it was amazing. That actually sounds very relaxing. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I think my fondest memory would probably... Well, memories, I'll say, because it's probably literally every long car journey. Just blast, like, metal incredibly loud. Yeah. I mean, that did actually nearly damage my ears once, because <laughs> I could feel, like, the when we were in the car, I could feel, like, the speed we were going at and, like, the really loud music was... I could feel my ear. I thought my ear was going to pop. Oh, God. I thought I was going to lose my hearing, but it was fun, sort yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you on the, like, there's so many. Uh, even me, I was trying to, like, wreck my brain. I think the one specific one, uh, was kind of, it was like after my college graduation, it was me and my friends. Uh, at this point, like one of my friends just learned, like he just got his license license so we can all hop in the car, go around with him. And it's probably, there's like the outro on Chance the Rapper's coloring book. And it just felt like the end credit song to like high school for me. And the start of like the summer, that album was, that's what that album was like to me. So yeah. Um, talk about a hard time that music has helped you through. And what were the what was the song or what were the songs in rotation? I think the, probably the hardest time was quite a few years ago. I think it was 2019. I went through an incredibly like depressive period, like really really bad. It's the worst I've ever been. I was listening to what kind of got me through it was a band called Architects. I was listening to their album Holy Hell, and it's an amazing album. Just that album, start to finish, all the songs. It really got me through some really difficult times. It was. I mean, I'm gonna say it's amazing. I mean, the time I was in wasn't amazing, but it, it's amazing how, how like the music could just pull you out of like a really depressive episode. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, a similar situation, like a few years ago, I got diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And then we all know that lockdown happened. So yeah. We were all <laughs> very isolated and I was living on my own at the time as well. So that didn't really help. Um, Again, London Grammar, their album Truth is a Beautiful Thing and a song with the same title is usually my go-to when I just want to think about, you know, stuff that's going on in my life. Um, But yeah, honestly, music is so powerful. I always say that music is the best therapy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for me, um, I'd say probably sophomore year of high school. Um, one of my classmates, uh, they passed, it was like a, somebody was, it was like these two gang members were drag racing and they ended up like merging in a lane that was like only one car, but they were like side by side, obviously. And uh, yeah, she was walking, it was her, somebody else and somebody else. And she was the only one, like uh, mo- I think all three of them got hit, but like she was the one who like actually ended up passing. And it was just a weird thing of like, oh, this can really happen anytime, like death. So um, at the time, I was listening to Childish Gambino, or maybe you know him as Donald Glover. Uh, he had a album that was called Because of the Internet, and it was kind of talking about just life and different aspects of life and the internet and connection to life and how everybody feels like every we're the most connected we've ever been, but the most alone we've ever been. You've probably heard that somewhere. And I, I remember the last song is called Life the Biggest Troll, and there's a version of it where it's like a three to four minute song and it just cuts off in the middle and it's to like show that like life is just like I'm just talking to you I might be looking forward to my show next week and then boom so it's like it gave me a real sense of urgency with tackling life and probably changed like the entire course of my life so it's definitely uh, that 
But you were kind of touching on, yeah, music is therapy and music is very important. So one thing I would ask you guys is what's the most important thing you've learned about life from like a record? Meaning it could be a song or an album. And are there any specific lyrics that come to mind? I guess the biggest lesson I've learned is um, to just never take anything for granted. Like you never really know when it's going to be gone. Um, so to kind of like appreciate anything you get really um i don't really know i seem to like i guess appreciate that more through live music which is why i love going to gigs um living those moments um and you know there's everyone else around me recording stuff on their phones i'm like no i want to live this moment and just like cherish it i think like i feel like they're more precious that way um and i guess just appreciating music like listening to an album from beginning to the end which is why i've started listening to vinyls which is why i'm gonna love this place might be buying <laughs> all the records <laughs> um i think the biggest lesson is taught music kind of taught me is that life will throw like curveballs at you and it could throw loads of them really big ones but like you'll, you'll get through it basically uh, whatever life throws at you even if it's like something to do with like death or something you will you'll get through it somehow and there's always kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel that's actually going back to the the album by the um architects that's basically what that whole al album taught me yeah and what genre is that by the way uh, metalcore isn't it interesting how it's like that is deemed to be like a very dark genre but it could tell you something yes yeah. optimistic and positive um for me Obviously, the Childish Gambino album taught me a lot about life, but I recently there's this one song by this artist from Atlanta. His name is Kenny Mason. It's called Shell, and it's very it's a very simple line that speaks to me. Like, and I listen to it like I probably listen to it every day since I've been here. Um, I, I can't curse, so you know I'm gonna try to start change. It's literally the line is you start changing the way that you look at ish, the ish that you're looking at change. It's literally just that. It's just yeah like a simple line support verse but it's like even what he's talking about kind of speaks to how he even flipped the line it's so it's it's not the most like but it's very it's just i just like simple stuff that's just that speaks to me in that way some stuff might not be the most refined but it's more just seeing what's out there and then when you get to a stage where you start to pick stuff for yourself then you know you, you have a good base to start off with thanks for listening to this episode of getting to know you it was produced by christiana zunda adam jackson and myself, Shawn Michael, at the University of Sunderland. Our music is from Upbeat.io, and you can find more episodes of Getting to Know You on SparkSunderland.com slash podcasts.